hello, and welcome back to the Rat's Nest Podcast. Sorry for the very belated episode. Had a lot of holiday family stuff going on, and on top of that, my car decided to break down and needs a new engine. So, lots of fun things happening this holiday. I realize this is my first episode post-show at Reverb. Some of the astute listeners may have noticed that I had to cut in just a sample of me saying reverb that I got from like an old file, put it over the where the depot was because we had to re- uh, scheduling conflict with the depot and so we had to change venues. Luckily it all worked out and it was a lot of fun. But I also kind of went into that show unprepared, didn't have a patch ready, which usually, you know, I go and pre-patched. I have an idea of what I'm doing. But because I have two cases now, I can't really pre-patch and then carry them both patched together would be very difficult. So I just decided to go in with nothing and just do a patch from scratch live. So today's episode is about doing that and my tips maybe some things that I learned from my performance. All in all, I think it went pretty well. It was a fun night. Shout out to Audible Void, Death Card Oliver, and Witching Hours Only. It was a lot of fun to play. Never played at Reverb in Baltimore. It's a cool little spot. It's like a basement, but there's a bar and like a little stage. You know, that's all you need. Shout out to David Johnson, Gray Series, and Patrick O'Brien, who are our current patrons. It would really help me out if you guys would donate, even at the $1 level every month. You know, it helps keep this show going. You know, like I said, I recently had some car troubles, so also if you want to check out nullifyinfinity.bandcamp.com, you know, maybe buy some of my music. That would also be amazing. Every little bit helps. And that Patreon address is patreon.com slash nullfyinfinity. You'll get shoutouts, bonus episodes. You can vote in the polls on the Patreon. And starting the new year, I'm going to do patch notes for every episode. So look forward to that. I think also one of my New Year's resolutions is to kind of do more with this podcast and try and make it something that I can make some money doing, you know, not that it's for the money, but it would be nice to make some money on the side doing something that I'm already doing. So, I don't know, maybe more Patreon content in the future. So I guess let's take a listen to what this patch is going to end up sounding like, and then we will get into the tips, tricks, start a patch, a live patch from scratch. Okay. 
I guess the first thing you're wondering is, what is a live patch from scratch? Usually when people go to play a modular set, they have their system and they have it pre-patched and then they can perform certain things on the system. Maybe they have a sequencer they can go through, they have different sequences, they've got mixers and filters they can mess with, you know. They're not usually not going to be patching anything during the performance. If they are, it's probably just some CV or like changing something, like some signal routing thing. Uh, kind of minor, minor patch adjustments live. So a live patch from scratch is where you start from nothing, you know, and you patch everything as you go. And so the thing about patching live that you have to remember is you don't ever want to have that awkward oh I have this element and now I want to run it through an effect but to do that I have to unplug it you know so you take out that element plug it into whatever effect and then plug your reverb into the output it's kind of annoying and then you're left with like this awkward silence if you didn't plan for it so what I do when I'm doing a live patch from scratch is I plug all of my effects into the output first. That's what I start with. So right now, with this system, I have the Bastel ABC mixer. It's what I use as a stereo mixer out to my outputs. And so I've got the Mimeophone going into the first channel. I've got the Monsoon in the second channel and the Dismodus going into the third channel. So that's my stereo mix. Really, it's two, two three-channel mono mixers, you know, or one three-channel stereo mixer, or it could technically be a six-channel mono mixer. But the way we've got it set up is we're using it as a three-channel stereo mixer. And so from here, it's easy. You know, you just plug whatever you, whatever sound or oscillator you want into the inputs of one of these effects. My second tip for live patching is always go through a mixer or an attenuator first. Never just plug like the output of your oscillator or the output of your filter into the input. You know, you're just gonna get like, one, it's not gonna fade in, you're just gonna get abrupt sound, you know, if you're not paying attention. And then you also want to be able to control the level before and after the effect. You know, gain staging is kind of an important thing with modular. You want to have multiple points where you can just bring it, bring it down. You're probably going to want to run into an attenuator or VCA or something anyways, because you're probably going to want an envelope. I do kind of drone stuff, so sometimes I do just kind of bring in just an oscillator, but you want to be able to fade them in. So, second tip is use mixers and BCAs and things. Also, something I did at the show and something that is super easy to do when you've got just your effects hooked up to your output is just start some feedback going just to get some sound going while you patch so you're not just sitting there patching while nothing's happening you know if you have time before the show you can patch some things that's great and that was my plan going into the show 
I had my Zoom and I was going to plug, you know, the outputs into my Zoom, listen to it on headphones and just kind of patch some things before the show started. And then I realized I had left my SD card in my computer and it was not in my Zoom. And the Zoom will not even just like let you listen to anything through it. You know, it it won't act. It won't do anything unless there's an SD card. So I was out of luck there and had to go with the live patch from scratch, which, you know, it was a fun experience and I think it worked out. But, you know, just get some feedback going. So I've got some feedback going on the Desmodus. Sounds like this. You can play with stuff. So that's the size. And then the Dismodus also has these different modes for how the size reacts. Yeah, something like that. And then let's get the mimeophone going. some monsoon got the density down on the monsoon so we're getting like a stuttery thing happening just some texture to go with everything
I've introduced some modulation of the size on the Dismodus with the internal speed and depth of the modulation. I think there's an internal LFO in there. Maybe let's try like the noise, like the smooth noise. Let's maybe take the swamp output of this DIY swamp and use that to control the micro rate on the mimeophone. output from the swamp to modulate the size on the monsoon. So now we've got an interesting kind of feedback drone thing going for us while we patch. So we're not just having dead air. We can kind of tweak some knobs while we're patching to keep things interesting. Let's kind of move on to plugging some voices in.
I'm going to kind of try and do something similar to what I did in the performance, but it obviously will not be exactly the same because I don't remember everything that I did, but I can remember the, the big things.
So I basically set up a voice with the Blackwave People VCO, mixing the outputs with the Vinicursal VCA, taking the Vinicursal VCA out into the MT2D triode distortion. Then that goes from the first channel into the angle grinder as a filter, and then out into the second channel. That second channel is then going into the Dismodus Versio. Oh, and then I'm going into the quad VCA mixer before, between or after the filter, but before the second channel, so I can have volume control there. And yeah. I'm also using the Cursus Ateritas to frequency modulate the filter. This is with no frequency modulation. And as I turn it up, you can start to hear that more. to do is hook these both up to the arteria key step. I'm using the key step to clock everything basically.
So I'm basically giving it the same sequence from the Ornament and Crime, the first two channels. We've got the Sample and Hold CV from the Pico R&D, which is synchronized with the key step. Going into the CV input, I'm using the same CV and trigger input for both the channels. They're both quantizing to the same pentatonic minor key. And so I'm just using two so I can get, you know, the pitch outputs without malting it with a stack cable. Usually it's fine if you just do two, but I just want to make sure they're in tune since I am using the one to frequency modulate the filter. So yeah, that's kind of our bass sound. And then I will get a little higher part going, I think, with the Pico R&D. And I kind of turned down the other feedback stuff to be able to hear what I was doing. Obviously in a live scenario, I'd be patching furiously and I wouldn't be talking about everything kind of in between. I'm just kind of breaking down kind of what I did in the performance, what I can remember, and then just kind of trying to incorporate, you know, just tips and tricks. Like the starting with your effects first and kind of patching backwards from there. So you don't have any abrupt, like, losses in sound or anything but obviously this is not an actual live patching performance so i'm just kind of trying to break it down for you hopefully that's helpful so next what i'm going to try to do is do like a high kind of arpeggio thing kind of with a like a reverse envelope, kind of where it swells in a little bit instead of like a plucky attack. I'm trying to keep this kind of more ambient drone like my performance was.
So another reason I was saying to use mixers and do your effects first is because now uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to mult this kind of high sequence we've got with the Pico R and I'm sorry the Pico VCO and the key step. I've got an envelope from Maths. I'm just using the key step random arpeggiator to get like a little random minor arpeggio thing going. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to mold that to the monsoon so we can do some octave glitchy stuff. But I can't just unplug it, you know? We'll get that abrupt volume loss. So what I could do is I could fade it down on the mixer, really quick change my patch, 
and then kind of bring it back in. So that's what I'm going to do. Now that I'm sitting here doing this, I think what I was actually doing in the performance, I was using the crossfade array instead of the quad VCA mixer. And I was using the left channel to mix the wavetable outputs together. 
you know, the octave and the regular output. And then I was using the other side as a VCA for the plucky stuff. And I was taking that middle output and sending that to the monsoon. Slight difference, you know, today I just decided to use the VCA. But still using the trio distortion. I love that thing. And I feel like I, I should use the MC3A more for like experimental stuff. So whenever I kind of go regular VCA mode, I just kind of go to the quad VCA mixer. I know this isn't exactly the same as my patch, and there was probably a bunch of other stuff I was doing. I think I also had the Basimilis going at like audio rate, clocked by the snazzy effects, just for some like distortion and stuff. But you know, most of the performance was building up with the lower part, you know, the feedback, the lower part, and then this high part comes in, and then the glitchy monsoon stuff comes in. And then I think I brought the Basimilis in for like a super noise climax before kind of like slowly peeling back the layers. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed. I know this wasn't like a patch breakdown specifically of what I did, but I wanted to do kind of a, an episode talking about my experience patching from scratch. Like I said, I didn't do anything super crazy like patching wise i just kind of tried to keep it simple start you know with the effects bring in some feedback as you patch and then you can start to bring in your actual voices with the feedback before going you know going into something kind of like ambient kind of like this so yeah i hope that was informative and helpful and again sorry for the late episodes uh, the holidays have indeed been crazy this year. And I'll see you in the new year.